How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carter, score! some swagger. Push come to shove, we're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thanks Bud Playoff mini podcast for Game 6. I have not even had time to process all of my emotions. I basically watched the entire third period of the King Sharks game at Staples Center, just like stuffing my dinner into my mouth and not even looking at Twitter really, except for two all caps at people occasionally. I can't believe that just happened. Diane, what just happened? I I don't know. Um, Everything that I could have hoped for happened. Um, I'm so overwhelmed with feelings right now, like I can't actually talk at the moment <laughs> i've been sort of coherently typing at people but mostly i'm just like overwhelmed by things what a game it started out so such a like a, a close game too like the kings were still playing really well but the sharks weren't playing nearly as horribly as they did in game five so it was a lot tighter especially back and forth that they really had uh, both sides had some trouble getting a real rhythm going, and then the Kings had really good pressure for most of the first period, but then the Sharks tied up the game in the second period and had some moments of pressure despite not having, like, uh, Vlasic in the lineup. I'm, I don't know. Like, it was so close, and then the third period happened, and it seemed like it was still going to be that way, just back and forth and trading scoring chances a little bit, and then they get the go-ahead goal, which is kind of controversial, and then from there, it's like the wheels just kind of fell off for the Sharks for the next, like, three or four minutes. So I'm glad that no one could see our, like, G-chat with each other, because we, like, fell apart during the third period, (laughs) um, both before they started scoring the goals, um, and that we were just like, we're in agony, we can't handle this, this better not go to OT, because we're going to legitimately die, and this uh, podcast will be run by corpses. And then just, like, overwhelming emotion and happiness uh, also death, but the happy death. I, I was, like, thrumming with so much nervous energy <laughs> that I couldn't continue to, like, sit in a seat. So I ended up, for most of that, um, the first, like, chunk of the third period, lying on the floor and watching the game. And then when Williams got that goal, pretty much almost pulled a muscle, I think, like, in my back, sitting up so fast because I was so excited. And then um, it went under review, and people were like, oh, my God, are they going to get this waved off? Because... That's been the king's luck. Sometimes it's like, oh, it's under review. Maybe it won't even be allowed. But ruled a good goal. And then I think from there, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that goal got into like sharks players' heads or whatever. But they, things just kind of got weird from there. And Kopitar turned on beast mode pretty much and just took over that third period. Oh my god, Kopitar in that third period was amazing. Kopitar actually, um, obviously he was impressive the entire game, um, starting with that five-on-three, uh, or the oh, penalty yeah. kill that the Kings had to go through, and it was Mitchell and Dowdy and Kopitar, and Kopitar was bomb. Or as as uh, Jim Fox likes to say, likes to say uh, that was sick. <laughs> it was that kill was great, and then like of course they take another penalty. Dowdy gets a penalty right after the big five on three kill, and they kill that as well. But then you know sharks get that tying goal, so it was like, oh no, is the momentum going to change? 
I mean, the Kings hung in there. Jonathan Quick stayed solid, pretty much. And actually, I mean, the score was 4-1, but really the Kings scored five goals because that Sharks goal hit Robin Regeer. It's the Robin Regeer we hate to hate. It's the one that (laughs) scores for the other team. And he was back again. (laughs) Oh, man. Although, and and then, like, there was that moment in the first period where Jonathan Quick mishandled the puck behind the net terribly. But somehow it didn't end up being in the back of the Kings' net. So... Even though they had a little bit of bad luck with, like, that Regeer goal against, at least it wasn't horrible. For the most part, I think luck obviously was on the Kings' side, because who even could have seen the third period of that game going like it did? Not Certainly not me. And I feel like we've uh, danced around it, because we've said his name multiple times, but we have not talked about the fact that Jonathan Quick fought someone. Yes! Because oh, if anyone so has listened good. to us talk about Jonathan Quick with any regularity... You will know that we want to see. We love. We love when Jonathan Quick gets feisty. Yeah, and the fact that we actually saw him get all up in Joe Thornton's face uh, is amazing. Like I was so hyped up with energy at that point that I saw the replays, but I still didn't really pay attention to what was happening. Like I know Dowdy got knocked down or something, and maybe somebody also bumped into Quick, and he just kind of lost his mind. <laughs> It was insane. It was kind of like that moment in the Stadium Series game where he yeah. got really bad at, um, what was it, Boschman? It was Palmieri. Whoever. Yeah. Oh, Palmieri, right. And But, like, like turned up a level because he pretty much just went and put Joe Thornton in a headlock. <laughs> no matter that Joe Thornton is, like, a couple of inches taller than him. And then Jonathan Quick, of course, is wearing these huge friggin', like, blocker and, you know, his glove or whatever. He's like, whatever, I'm it, me in your head right now. <laughs> That's what's happening. Jim Fox was delightedly yelling, sleeper hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I was so happy oh. by it. Um, yeah, so that was delightful. Um, so I'm really glad we got to see that. And I mean, of course, like in the uh, past podcast, we were saying, you know, right before they get knocked out, but actually this turned out to be even better. You're up three goals and the Sharks are clearly resorting to gooning it up a little bit because they can't score or whatever. And then so then Quick is just like, you know, I'm tired of taking crap from everybody. Uh, let me just put you in your place a little bit. Uh, cannot can't believe it so what so awesome i wish i was at the staple center right now <laughs> i know oh and then mike richards right before that oh. mike richards and logan couture fought which was it's kind of a weird pairing of people to have fight i mean mike richards started it but logan couture went for it i don't know it strange <laughs> i had kind of forgot about mike richards but yeah, uh i did right. forget about mike richards and i was really surprised that logan couture chose to drop mitts and that like as as delighted as we are about the fighting because we do love it and think it's hilarious um at this point i was just like oh my gosh guys keep it together there is a game seven to play yeah and if like you know obviously we're hoping for it if by the grace of the hockey gods and your fantastic play you make it out of this round you have other teams you need to play like this isn't the end all be all please keep it together don't let yourself get too hurt which speaking of during it's or that seems to be the speculation is that during that five on three kill willie mitchell kind of got tied up and might have hurt himself he didn't come back to the game he tried to at one point was back on the bench but then left again pretty quickly so didn't come back out for the third period i I guess we'll see what happens with him the kings obviously managed to keep it going and win the game tonight but um i i don't want them to start piling up injuries either because they hopefully still have a lot of hockey to play 
Absolutely. Um, just because I just noticed it on Twitter, I will just say also this quote from Dustin Brown. He was asked about Jonathan Quick going at it with Thornton. His quote is, that's Quickie in a nutshell. Normally, he has a calm demeanor. Every once in a while, he loses it. (laughs) (laughs) So, clearly, (laughs) because he lost it tonight, he had had enough. Yeah, just exciting all around. I'm going to have to rewatch like most of that game really but especially that third period i'm just gonna rewatch that third period (laughs) i can't even believe that it happened also pearson i have to say really quick pearson also continues to have a great series and with every game it's it just frustrates me more that he was not in the lineup the whole time yeah he's been fantastic and let's all agree that that uh, penalty for the snow shower was the dumbest thing i've ever seen Oh, it was so stupid. And I mean, clearly, like, the refs, like, realized that as well, because they pretty much gave um, a makeup call and made it four on four for a while. It was really dumb. But um, my favorite moment from Pearson, though, was, uh, was it in the first period? I think it was the first period, where he had a shift, had great puck protection, and then got down low, and then got a shot off, you know, from a scoring chance area, and then... The puck went around and Dowdy had a shot from the point, I believe. And then still, because while the puck was still in the zone, Pearson kept it there and then managed to get a second shot off. Stalock saved both of them, but the hustle from him on that shift was so awesome. And the best thing about it, too, is that it's not even like it's rare at this point. He's just capable of doing that. And it's amazing. Yeah, I'm really glad to see him play so well uh, during this playoff series, uh, especially since the last time he played, um, he like stood and hung out by the boards for a little bit. And I think we all laughed about that. Right. Yeah. that was um, so, so it's good to see that uh, NHL experience has done him well and he is performing yeah. superbly in this series. Especially because like he's only, I think, played like, what, 25 regular season games. So it's not even like he had a full NHL season to really settle in. So considering that he was up and down all season, he's adapted really well since last year and i'm i'm very it makes me very excited to see what happens with him and like tyler tofoley next season i think i'm so excited that they're part of the king's roster i'm still vibrating with uh emotions and like excitement my leg is twitching so badly like i'm trying to not let it hit my desk where the microphone is so that it doesn't like go crazy but um, I'm, I'm real excited about it. Who else stood out? Oh, Justin Williams, who got the scoring started, who had two goals. And got number I, number one star of the game and number one star of our hearts. Oh, he was great as well. I He played like it was game seven, so I hope he yeah. keeps it up for actual game seven now that they have one. And once again, he is like on the cusp of getting a hat trick and then it so is brutally close. taken away from him. Uh, the first time for from like a really unfortunate stole penalty, and this time even more so by getting booted from the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't even give him a chance to Not you know, get some late chance. shots in. That's okay. I I really appreciated him because Rafi Torres like went for his head pretty much, and Justin Williams was having none of it, and like immediately turned and tried to uh, beat Rafi Torres down. And I'm cool with that. That's good. I'm fine. It's I like it. I also appreciated uh, the fact that Retta was at the game, and at one point yes. she was just like, hashtag, Justin Williams can get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because accurate. <laughs> it's crazy, because of course everybody was expecting this series to go to seven games. and but then not the Kings like this. Were, Yeah, and the Kings were terrible in those first two games. 
better in the third game and it didn't go their way so everybody was like i don't know maybe they'll get swept and then it was like oh they won a game maybe it'll be five and now they've just we're still here (laughs) we're still here talking about the kings and that is so awesome i'm so happy for this team i'm so happy for kings fans like that moment after they killed the five on three and everybody was on their staple center that was beautiful that was i loved i loved that so much um, in direct comparison to uh, the Sharks fans booing. Like, I mean, I get it. The yeah. Sharks weren't play, pay, playing well, so, you know, it's fine, whatever. But, uh, yeah, in direct contrast to that, the Kings uh, fans gave them a a very, a, like, a standing ovation. So that was nice. It, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, and for a kill. Like, they had put them, like, Regeer and Stoll had both taken penalties and put the Kings in this terrible situation. But the Kings kill it like heroes and fans are appreciative i just liked everything about it and this game obviously turned out to be a great night for the king's players and for king's fans what do you think is gonna happen in game seven i'm gonna die of liver poisoning (laughs) i'm gonna drink myself into a stupor oh did you mean for the game oh did you mean about (laughs) hockey okay 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 I'm going to eat an entire pizza and uh, just drink myself uh, like into the ground. Everybody knows it's going to be tough. I wonder if the Sharks will behave like they did in games four and now game six, where they really just try to beat the Kings up a lot. And I wonder if it'll work for them at all. I'm very, very curious to see the tactics that both teams take. I think the Kings, for the most part, will stick to what they've been doing because it's been working. But I wonder what the Sharks will do at this point. I assume they'll continue to be physical. Um, and speaking of that, I also enjoyed the Robin Revere, Slava Voinov, double team on Joe Thornton um, at the beginning of the, the game. Yeah. And the, I, and then I like throughout the game, I loved the cameraman's uh, insistence on just showing Joe Thornton just staring off yeah. and blinking into space, just like sad, and like he's look, he's like looking real like skinny and just like downtrodden. There was one shot of him, and it wasn't even late in the game, so it wasn't even like the sharks were out of it. But he he was like breathing really hard and looking kind of gaunt. It looked like he might like vomit or something. Do I have a screen cap of that on my desktop? I sure do. So you obviously have to make sure we share that with people because it was so funny and weird, considering that they weren't out of the game yet. But he did look like he was just about to throw up everywhere, or that he had like consumption or something, and the end <laughs> was coming. <laughs> for Joe Thornton. Um, and c- kind of it did because uh, he need Dustin Brown. And so I wonder if he'll see supplemental discipline from that. And then, of course, as we already mentioned, later in the game, Jonathan Quick tried to take his head off. So maybe Joe Thornton just prescient. <laughs> I, okay, so that's a, an indication of how this game has gone and how um, heavily tilted it was for like activity during the third period that I completely forgot about the kneeing. Like, just now. I was just, like, so overwhelmed with the fact that the Kings forced a game seven that I forgot that um, that Joe Thornton need Dustin Brown. Yeah, way back in the first period, Joe Thornton need Dustin Brown. And we have mentioned before, or I think we've mentioned before on this podcast, that it seems like Dustin Brown is, like, made out of titanium. I don't, like, what is up with the density of his bones? Because uh, Tomas Hurdle out for months. Dustin Brown played the rest of the game. So... And also, like we also mentioned, Willie Mitchell also hurt. Dustin Brown skated it off. He's fine. Maybe what he fe- maybe guy? he feeds off of other people's injuries. <laughs> that is a very special. Kind maybe of instead of like Wolverine and him being made out of adamantium, he's actually rogue and just like 
saps up people's power. <laughs> I love that you just compared us around a row. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. No, let's let's stick with it. <laughs> Put a silver streak in your hair, Dustin Brown. You got this. Oh my god. He clearly just feeds off of the chaos and harm done to other people. <laughs> it just makes him stronger. Terror oh, and horror is happening around me. Awesome. I feel great. Speaking of terror and horror, I tried to screen cap it and then like my feed was messing up so I didn't get to. But after was it Kopitar's first goal? One of Kopitar's goals. There was this great shot right before the commercial of Kopitar hugging Dwight King and Dwight King was like smiling and it was <laughs> terrifying because he actually looked just happy <laughs> and i was like is this like the first time i've ever seen this and it was probably an indicator of how well that game was going that he was just joyful rather than murderous i think so... your feed failed because it was like spotting a unicorn and it just like couldn't handle <laughs> yeah. what was happening i have to go back and try to find it again because i was amazed I, and i wanted to post about it and be like dwight king face chug but it was not the dwight king face that people probably would have expected because he just looked joyful i did appreciate that there was actually a scrum i don't i don't remember which one because there were so many of them um or just like you know everyone just jawing at each other where he wasn't, like, trying... Like, you know, people will grab at each other, and he wasn't, like, grabbing at anyone at all. He was just, like, kind of skating um, behind the refs and, like, over the refs' shoulders, just, like, staring at people. <laughs> what a weirdo. Like, there was the refs between him and the Sharks players, but he was just, like, you know, skating behind and just looking <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> Dwight King lurker. Yes. <laughs> Nice. Uh, that also reminded me of a, I think, like, one of the first scrums of the game that happened in front of Jonathan Quick. I forget which Sharks player it even was. It, like, touched him, and then Alec Martinez, like, pushed that dude back, like, 10 feet or something. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was great. Oh, my gosh. I I would ask, well, what do you think is going to happen in Game 7 with the hockey game and not with our uh, feelings? Oh, man. I, this I don't know. This has been... This series, this series has been so unpredictable that, yeah, it's, like, impossible to really say. Even this one, which was probably the closest in terms of, like, low-scoring, back-and-forth hockey that people expected from this series, didn't end up that way. And, like, heading into this game tonight, this series was the series with the most, like, average goals per game. It was, like, something like seven goals. <laughs> on average <laughs> for this series which is insanity so who knows what if game seven is like the one game that is low scoring it's like a one nothing game <laughs> and that's how it the series ends i have no idea what is going to happen but i do anticipate more fighting oh for sure oh for sure hopefully no one gets injured on either side because that's just dumb but there are going to be uh, quite a few scraps for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. I at this point, I'm I I want the Kings to win, obviously. But I'm already just so happy about them getting to this point and giving themselves a chance to still win the series that I'm just excited to see this game seven happen. I'm like at that point too, but then I'm also like, but I want them to win, <laughs> and like just I'm dying over like they've gone this far. They they've come this far. Please just just win it. I'm sure by actual game night Wednesday, I will be um, nauseous and unable to do anything but sit curled in a ball on my floor and hope for the best. Yep. But mostly cry. Oh, yeah. So, 
Shaking and crying, shaking and crying. Yeah, so I guess everybody let us know if that is also what you will end up doing, or if somehow you are way better at managing your emotions over these games, let us know your secrets, because clearly we need some help. We need a hockey a hockey feelings life coach. Yeah, basically. Help us. Oh, oh okay. All right, we should wrap this up, because now we've gone way longer, but whatever, it's worth it. Great, great Kings game tonight. Game seven in San Jose. I can't believe we're getting to actually say this. And hopefully the next time we talk to you guys, it's more good news. Because so far, things have been positive. Take care of yourself, everybody. Talk to you Wednesday. Later. See you Wednesday. Bye.